Ladies and gentlemen, what's going down? It's your boy, Mr. Hurry, holding it down for Anchor.fm4-215. I'm going to keep the introduction short, man, because I really want to uh, get kind of to the point, you know what I mean, right into it. For all those who believe, men, women, for all of you who believe, for all of you who know that the creator is real, for all of you old souls out there, for all of you who feel... Um, stranded, um, alienated, like you're like you don't fit in in the world. Many of us, this message is for for all of you, and it is for all of us. What I'm going to talk about. If you know the Creator is real, this is for you. If you wake up every day and you acknowledge the Creator, give thanks to Creator. If you put your knees to the floor for the Creator. If you touch your head to the floor for the creator, if you throw your hands and your eyes and your head to the sky for the creator, this message is for you. If you are motivated and driven by thoughts of pleasing the creator, this is for you. If if you have the capacity for love, which only comes through the creator, this is for you. This is 2019, you guys, 2019. I'm 30 years old. I've been on this planet 30 years. But it is now that I am able to see. It is now in this moment, these moments that I'm able to see. My love for the creator has grown, but has always existed since young. I've been baptized in the name of the Father and the Holy Spirit. I've professed Shahada. And then I've studied beyond Christianity and Islam. I've journeyed through and to Freemasonry, to and through Freemasonry. I've reached knowledge outside of religion. But I've never lost touch with the creator. I've only grown closer. Some of you who are listening to this message are just like me. Some of you men are just like me. Some of you women are just like me. You've always um, had an appetite for God. That singularity, that thing we all know had to spark it all. That thing that we know lives within us, drives us. And many of you have a close relationship with the creator. It's not one of belief. It is one of no. We must understand us who have that true relationship, us who do understand that the creator is there, us who walk the path. Us who make decisions knowing that the creator has a, 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 a desire for us. We must understand what time we're in. It has been made clear to me recently. Oh, that God is so real. And that not everybody is capable of 
knowing God's greatness. I didn't know. I didn't know. We can seek salvation. But a relationship with God takes maintenance like relationships with one another take. You can't just say God is real and therefore no, 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 no. Believing or knowing that God real is real is 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 an action. It's action. It's active. You'll be doing it for some time, demonstrating your belief. So all you who believe, all you who know the creator is real. Men and women, we must understand now more than ever. There are those of us around who cannot see the creator, cannot feel the creator, cannot sense the creator beyond words. I didn't know. I didn't know. But it has been shown to me. How real. The creator's love is. And how real. The power of the blind God is. Some of us might not know who the blind God is. Some of you might refer to the blind God as Satan. Lucifer. The devil. Well, all of these names can be tricky. So I want you guys to understand something. There is a God that rules the planet Earth. That God is blind. Arrogant that God That God wants everyone to worship it. That God, even though it knows there is a creator, it believes it not. And when many people say they believe in God, this is the God that they believe in. The blind God, the arrogant God. The conceited God, the confused God. The non-God is what they believe in. And this God is about trickery. This God is about inversion and perversion and manipulation and rhetoric. This God that we speak of, this blind God. But the almighty father, the creator, that great singularity. See, that's something different. For all of you who know, who can feel it, can touch it, can taste it, it's different. Not everyone has the capacity for that. I didn't know. See, I didn't know. I know some of you, you didn't know. You didn't know how great the deception was here on the planet. You didn't know that when Auntie said God, she meant 
blind God. Auntie didn't know either. And when girlfriend said, I swear to God, she meant the blind God. And when they line up on the football field and they say, God, bless our team with a win. See? This is the God they're speaking of, the blind God. There is a God that is about evil, if you will. Because to the people who believe in the following of the blind God, there is no evil. I didn't know. So some of us who are chosen to come and keep hold of the truth, we have to be careful now. We always had to be, but now more than ever, we have to be careful because many of those around us, they don't have the capacity for the truth, for the praise of the singularity. Because they have already taken and given themselves to the blind God. They have already made the blind God their authority. And the blind God says, do as thy will. The blind God says, do whatever you want as long as you serve me. And this is what we have today with YOLO. You only live once. This is what we have today with the bad bitch. This is what we have today with the fuck boy. We have adherence to the will of the blind God. Some people going to say, damn, heard you're going to lose friends after this one. I don't got no damn friends. If you don't see the singularity, if you can't touch the singularity, if you can't speak for and defend that singularity, you cannot be my friend. Maybe from a distance, I could I could always I could always show you the love the singularity puts in me. I can always show that to you, but I have to protect myself. Because the fate is sealed for those who follow the blind God. It is already written. The fate for those who follow the blind God is already agreed upon by those who follow the blind God. They are already ready for the fate. I don't want the fate of the blind God. I don't want the fate of those who follow the blind God. I don't want to share that. I don't want a life of emptiness. A life of insecurity. A life of emotional irresponsibility. All in exchange for 
good time, money, material, lust, greed. I don't need these things. See, but we, 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 we don't know. They don't know that the blind guy uses deception, inversion and trickery. They don't know that by chasing that which the blind God has placed before them, they are being led astray. They don't hear us when we warn them. They don't feel us when we try to touch them while God touches us, hoping that it rubs off. For them who can't feel it, see it, get it, most of them are too far gone. God has said, hey, go ahead. You got free will. I'm not going to stop you. So to us who see it, we cannot stop them because God won't. We cannot stop them. We can only protect ourselves. We can only get away. And if those people who follow and worship and adorn the blind God in the acts of the blind God and the behavior of the blind God and the ideas of the blind God and the creations of the blind God. If they want to free themselves from that, then they need to seek salvation. But if they want to chase that have that, enjoy that, indulge in that, then we must let them do so. Get out the way. Get out the way. Farrakhan said in a speech to his audience, listen, the war is going to take place and I'll, I'm misquoting him. He said, but it's along these lines. The war is going to take place. For those of you who aren't prepared to fight it. Don't worry. You don't have to step aside, though. Step aside. Listen. We don't need to fight those who are going to do the blind God's will. But we need to see now immediately how many of them around us, how many people who are close to us truly are aiming to please the blind God. We have to see it. We have to. And be prepared to focus on serving the almighty focus on preparing ourselves mentally because you will see it is a war it is a fight many of our families are in disarray because of service to the blind god mm. many of our relationships are in shambles because of service to the blind God. 
Many of us cannot get ahead because we are with partners who are serving the blind God. They cannot understand family because they're in service to the blind God. They cannot understand emotions because they are in service to the blind God. They cannot understand connection. They cannot understand things that that deal with more of the unseen world because they are in servitude to the blind God. We have to see it. We have to separate ourselves. We have to let those who wish to do the demoning to do the demoning. We need to let them do it. Oh, her, that's crazy. That's harsh words. It's real. I didn't know. I thought we were all just human beings, too. I didn't know some of us was under possession. I didn't know. I didn't know why all my life bullies thought I needed to be bullied. I didn't know why. But understand the bully, the bully is often flirting with the blind God. Taking candy from the blind God. Beginning indoctrination into the blind God set. This is normally what's happening with the bully. And sometimes. That bully. Before he matures to adulthood. Finds salvation. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Sometimes. And he says. Ha ha. I was a bully when I was in school, when I was younger, but that shit ain't cool. That's what he'll say now, maybe through salvation. But we all know those that nope, they the same bully. No, 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 no. They flirting with the same demon. We sound crazy. No, what sounds crazy is sitting amongst the demons, seeing demonic behavior, hearing demonic talk and calling it normal. That's crazy. That's crazy. Seeing a person. Being horrible. But saying. So what I love them. How can you love a demon? It's that time, man, where if you really know God is real, you got to now be accountable. You got to now start walking like you do, talking like you do and acting like you do. What do I mean? Be perfect? No. But we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be. Anywhere near no demons. We shouldn't be laying with no demons, sleeping with no demons, eating with no demons. And we're going to have to navigate this world. But we're going to have to go back. We're going to have to go back, saints. Come on, saints. <laughs> Look, we're going to have to. We're going to have to. 
We're going to have to grab that mirror, do some introspection. Say to ourselves, am I, am I flirting with some demons here myself? And then we need to say, hey, look, God, help me, help me get rid of these demons. And then we need to go ahead and start walking in the opposite directions. I want to try to share with y'all a few, uh, few um, signs of demonic force. If, so, you know, if a person is dealing with demonic force here, all right, I wrote them down. I got about 20. Okay. So, number one, if a person encourages praising money, but discourages praising God right off the bat. If you know you got some of them friends, man, some of them family members, some of them relatives, co-workers, any of that, where when you speak about God, they just cringe. Now, don't get me wrong, guys. When I'm out and about and I run into pastors and preachers, I don't like nobody trying to preach to me. Because we can discuss anything. It ain't no need for preaching. You understand? I don't like a person coming from the place of, uh, I'm so pious, you're not, you need me, because that's not the way the understanding goes. That's not the way it even works. So, this is not what we mean. But if you know any of those people who you never hear... Speak on God's grace. So these are probably people who don't really know God's grace. Oh, you can't be judgmental. No, 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 no. We're not talking about judgment. We're not talking about color of shoes or, or size of hat. We're talking about something very real. We're talking about something that people will hang you for believing. Do you understand that that makes if, if someone will hang you for believing in God? What kind of force is in them that allows them to do that? And that's where we got to understand we are at. That God's grace is real and demonic force is real. We cannot keep making excuses. We cannot keep saying, no, this is just this. This is just that. No, we cannot do this. We're harming ourselves, y'all. Second one. Advocates for unhealthy lifestyle. Under the guise of fun. All right. If you know any of these people who are like, yo, let's drink. Yo, let's go out. Let's meet some folks. Let's. All right. So what you had sex with that guy It's cool. Your boyfriend ain't got to know. If you know anybody that is promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. And saying it's not unhealthy because it's fun. This is. Understand what I'm saying, people. We got free will. It is a difference between a person saying, hey, this is unhealthy. Do it if you want. And it's another thing. If a person says this is just the shit to do. Being honest is being honest. But if a person is pushing something and never speaking about the truth of it, hey, these drugs are bad. Hey, living like this is dangerous. Then that person might be dealing with flirting with or under demonic force, using demonic force. Any of this, it might be at work. Now, y'all, 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 look, y'all, y'all heard me say it. Think about that while you're watching television. 
All right. If a person or an individual shows no evidence of work slash works honoring the creator. If you know any person that says they practice, they believe, but you see no active evidence. There is nothing that they produce. You know what I'm saying? That shows their adherence to some guidelines that might be a sign. Muslims pray five times a day. They fast. You know? Christians are supposed to attend church, make tithes. Catholics are supposed to um, go to confession, things like this. If you don't see any of that, that might be, you know, a sign. Now, understand, a sign could also be, does this person study on, I mean, does this, does this person study about God, you know, or do they avoid that? Does this person go to any study groups? Does this person write any um, papers? All of these kind of things. Does the person ever deal with the matter or is it eh, whatever to them? These are signs or red flags. All right. Huh. Number four, if the if the person or persons employs whatever I want thinking. This to me is the God complex where the person believes like the blind God believes that they are at the center of. A potential universe. As the blind God, even though the blind God sees things before him that he himself did not produce, he still believes that he is God of it all because he is the only thing like he that is the uh, uh, the kind of thinking we're talking about. That's the employees, whatever I want thinking I'm talking about. People like that are dangerous. You got to watch those kind of people. And they can come in all kinds of shapes, sizes, black, white, Puerto Rican, orange, man, woman, you know. But it's the even though the trees are out there, even though the sky is blue and don't nobody know how, even though it rains, you know, we're like, so what? Whatever I say goes, that's the blind guy's type of thinking. That's his type of arrogance. Number five, talks bad about God's creations. If you know a person that's always um, talking um, negative about people, nature, animals, just a negative kind of thinker, that might be a person who's under the influence of some darkness. Uh, number six, a lack of respect for animals and nature. Same thing. All right. Number seven, um, little or no concern about maintenance of the body. Um, a lot of people frown upon working out and fitness. Now, I'm not I'm, I'm not under the belief that everyone needs to be bodybuilders, that everyone needs to be um, in the gym and with the membership or any of that kind of stuff. But there is. 
a difference between how those who see and know the creator to be true feel about their physical appearance versus those who follow the blind gods. Those who follow the blind gods tend to believe that their bodies will tend to themselves. They seem to believe that and misunderstand that the maintenance is necessary. So they have a belief that in a way they're perfect. Nothing needs attention, right? But the creator, if, if anyone's walking in the path of the creator, if they studied it, it gives you an, a prescription. It gives you a prescription on how to exercise. Okay. Prayer and Christianity, if you're going on to your knees to pray, this would exercise you. Okay. If you go into Islam, Al-Islam, Salat, the process of it is a form of an exercise. Okay. See, so it's prescribed that we work our bodies. But the blind God does not require you to. He requires you to do whatever you want. And if that's just tuck it in a trainer, then go for it. If it's uh, uh, only eat, if, if, it's, if it's go on an all meat diet, he's like, go for it. But we don't understand this. Some of us. Okay. You got to maintain your temple. Your body is a temple. Those who are not interested in the maintenance of it, we know they haven't been talking to no God. Because if they was, they would not frown upon the idea of the maintenance of the temple. Uh, number eight, lack of emotional intelligence. There's a lot of people, especially there's a lot of men that I know, a lot of men who don't actually know how to love a woman. They don't know how to actually love the woman. So they think they can buy a woman. They think they can just like, yo, you know, I, I, pay, all your, I pay all your rent and I bought you your sneakers. So like, how you going not do what I say? And it's like, brother, you got to love that woman. You can't buy that woman. You can't say that. Your material stuff is the love that only the creator can instill in, in you. You can't do that. But somebody who's operating under dark force might have that kind of issue, you guys. They might have that kind of issue um, understanding emotions and how it works, you know what I'm saying, and how to be responsible in different situations for and with emotions. Um, number nine, little to no tolerance for non-secular things. So again, if this person just can't, can't deal with stuff related to God, God talk movies, that kind of stuff. If they're like, yeah, get that out of here. That, I mean, if they're like, if that really just makes their balls itch, that might be a, a sign. Um, number 10. Comfort and employing manipulative tactics to control other people's thoughts, opinions, and will to do. If you know a person who's manipulative, that's, my, that's very well a, sign, a person who's dealing with dark forces. And if they enjoy it, then uh, that's really a, a red flag.
Okay. Um, little regard for the truth. If the person feels like the truth is whatever they say, that's again, I'm God. What you say doesn't matter. It's whatever I'm saying. And if you don't see it that way, you're the person who has the problem. Um, ex- number 12, extreme lack of empathy. You, um, lacking the ability to consider another's feelings, putting, being able to put oneself in another person's shoes. If a person isn't capable of doing that, that might be a sign of dark force at work. Be careful. Um, lacking the capacity for introspection. If the person lacks or if a group of people lack the ability to sit and reflect on one's self, actions, behaviors, those kind of things and change for better or, you know, that person might have dark force being being used on them at work. They might be influenced by dark force. Oh, that's 13, lacking the capacity for introspection. Um, number 14, um, exaggerated sense of self-worth. We should all think highly of ourselves. We should all feel and know that we are special and important and amazing um, in God's eyes or, you know, in the eyes of God. But when a person believes that they are more important than anyone else, for no kind of real apparent reasons or reasons that really don't justify, you know, the means or whatever or the claim that that kind of person might be dealing with dark force. They might be again, they might have those hands of the dark of the, of the blind God on their shoulders. Um, extremely insecure individuals, people who really can't love themselves or feel um, I'm down a lot because of, you know, just stuff that only they see about themselves, but the world doesn't in a way, or even some things that might be true, but isn't a big deal to others. You know what I mean? Like, oh, length of hair or height. These people might be dealing with um, dark forces and they might have been dealing with dark force from a long time for a long time, like um, trauma, you know, trauma, basically. Um, a great need for attention. If there's individuals or groups that need to be the center of attention, have to have all the attention, need to get all the attention and will go to great lengths to do so. These people might be driven by dark force. I want you all to listen to that one. Need for great attention. Now, think about all of your celebrities. Your Cardi B's, your Nicki Minaj's um, Hollywood, period. It really encourages this. Hey. Get attention, get attention, get attention. Be a star, be a star, be great. Go big, go big, go big. I want y'all to think about that, okay? Need for great attention. Dark force at work. Um, a, a, a belief, well, let me see, an inward belief of high status. So if you know a person, like you might know somebody who's who lives across the street from you, works at Wawa or McDonald's, drives a, a outdated car, but when you talk to them, they speak as if they're just like the shit. They speak as if they are on everybody's to-do list, on everybody's tongue. And you're asking them like, where? You know, these kind of individuals might be dealing with dark forces. They might be sleeping with dark forces at night. You know what I'm saying? They might have all kind of things in their head playing out and, you know, telling them things and shit. 
Um, number 18, lack of interest in resolving issues or difficulty in resolving simple issues. My mom, <laughs> you could, I could talk with my mom about some things and we can never resolve the issue. It's like the simplest thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, what was this? And she'll say, well, I don't know. You say, well, what do you mean? You don't know. It just happened. Well, I don't know. You know what I mean? Or one of these people where you can never get an apology from. You can get them to admit what they're doing, but they can never say, and I'm sorry. They can never conclude. These kind of people might be um, dealing with dark forces, controlled by dark forces, using dark force to control you. Who knows? Um, if number 19, appetites for gossip. Um, gossip gossiping is, is really dark force. It's like dark. It's like. It's really like dark magic, man, because it, it has an effect. If you go out and you gossip about people, the people you're telling are going to be influenced. And the person that you're talking about is going to have or see results of the gossip. The really shady or dark part comes when no one knows the truth in it. So the person being gossiped about doesn't know that he's being gossiped about. And if anything happens to him as a result of the gossip, he doesn't know that the gossip happened because of the gossip. And the people that are gossiping, if they, I mean, the people who hear the gossip or receive the gossip, if they act on the gossip and they're incorrect in their actions, they don't know that they're incorrect in their actions because they don't know the truth. And the person who um, does it doesn't know what kind of chaos they're creating with the gossip. So it's really dark behavior. You know, it's really, really dark, dark behavior. Um, I'm sure we all know a lot of gossips. Again, my mom was one of those, is one, was one, I don't know, whatever, but you know, that happens. Um, lack of accountability is um, something I'm going to go ahead and associate with dark force as well. When I was younger, I, I, I toured, I was, I was acting and I went on tour and we were um, we were in California. We did a show. It was a, a huge show, great show. At the end of it, I did something really stupid, really stupid. And I thought I could get away with lying to the producers about it. OK, now I was I was look, guys, this is me being honest with you guys. I was feeling myself. You know what I'm saying? I was out there flodging. Yeah, I mean, I was feeling myself. Yeah, I, mean, I was hot shit. Nobody couldn't tell me anything. I was Celebrity H. You know what I mean? When I went in the 7-Elevens, motherfuckers know my name. I'm feeling myself. You know what I mean? Top of the world. And I did something really, 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 really stupid. And I tried my best to lie my way out of it. I tried my best to cover it up and, and, and come out and stay safe. I tried to avoid having to admit the level of stupidity I actually operated that. I tried to avoid that as much as possible. I tried to avoid being accountable for my actions. And the producer of the show, he knew that I was lying right away. And he allowed me to go ahead and con continue that tour for that, that period. You know what I'm saying? Finish up the show. And when we got back to the, to the city, about a week after, he called me to his office and he questioned me again. And he put, put, more, put more pressure on me. And guys, I folded. I tried my best to lie and keep it up. But I bust out in tears in his office. You know, bust out in tears. 
And he said, well, why are you crying? I said, because I feel stupid. So why do you feel stupid? Because what I did was dumb. I know it was dumb and I lied about it. Well, why did you lie? Because I didn't want to admit that what I was did, what I did was dumb. It was all these older guys here. I'm trying to fit in and impress them. Admitting this hurts me. It makes me look bad. He says, no, it doesn't. You're young. I told you you were going to get into trouble on the road. I've been there and done that. But being honest is a part of being a man. One of the greatest lessons I've learned. Some of us cannot do that. I know what kind of headspace I was in when I couldn't do it. Again, dark, dark force at work. All right. And, 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 um, and, and that's it, guys. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the list of 20, you know, last is lack of accountability, you know, and I want you to take this, you know, love is of God. You can't love without God. So I really want you guys to look at these people that we call our loved ones and really look at the people that we say we love and think about it. When we say love, are we meaning something that is of God or is God totally void? Because if God is not there when we're saying love, we might not be talking about the right thing. We might we might not be employing the right thing. We might not be living right, you guys. So let me know what you guys think. That's it, man. I'm, I'm getting up out of here. Uh, Anchor.fm4 slash 215. Are you an independent artist? Could you benefit from more exposure? Stop struggling to gain followers on YouTube and start your next promotional campaign with the Divine Artistic United Society. Let us help you attract attention from audiences around the world. With our low prices, you can launch a new campaign each week. Visit us today at our website, www.daus.me.